0: Addressing the forum here today in Montreal, why was it important to bring this message to this audience in particular? Because most of the world has come to understand the Arctic more for its wildlife than its people. And so for me, the work that I have been doing for the last 15, 20 years is to humanize the issue of environmental degradation and climate change in the Arctic. So bringing that perspective and the historical context of the social and health issues that we face uh, in light of the looming climate crisis that is impacting on our way of life in the Arctic is an important piece that I bring to all audiences. But for this economic forum... I think it was also very important for them to hear that there are other ways and way, means that we can develop our, our, uh, the word develop our Arctic in a very socially conscious uh, and, and very balanced way by tapping into the ingenuity of Inuit culture. And it was also you mentioned, I don't remember the exact and the way you formulate but you talked about anti-dependence industries or I, yeah. I'm not remember. Yeah. Tell us yeah. a bit about, give us some examples well, and why that's important yeah, in well, the Arctic context. Yeah, well, you know, historically what has happened in our world, we used to have our own systems in place. We had our own health, education systems in place that prepared our young people for the opportunities and challenges of life. In came institutional schooling, historical traumas, rapid changes, all of these things all together collectively has really created created the problems that we face today, where we lost our sense of identity, our sense of self-worth, and our ability to think for ourselves. And what was created in place of the ingenuity of Inuit culture, of being so wise and knowing what to do at every given moment, is... is Institutions that made us dependent on them, so we lost our ability to think and act for ourselves. And as a result of that, we are facing the problems that we face today. So these dependency-producing institutions are the way is is something that needs to be removed and replaced by uh, by uh, institutional liberating. Um, institutions and and businesses. It has to be uh, liberating of these dependencies. And that's what we're trying to create here, uh, to replace that and bring back the foundations, the values, the principles of Inuit culture, which is not only good for us, it's good for the world that is looking for leadership on these issues, you know, because the urban setting of the world has lost its connection to each other, to its food source, to its environment, and that's why we're debating this issue of climate change in the first place. If you keep us on there, on the land, hunting and fishing and gathering as we have for millennia, and reading the conditions, we remain the guardians, we remain the sentinels that signal to the world what's happening at the very front line of change and so it's important on the human scale to keep that going. And if we remain hunting and fishing and connected to our human, the, the remarkable ingenuity of our culture, we remain, we, we have the ability to keep our children strong. As I said, you know, we are known to have the highest suicide rates in North America. This is not the natural condition of our people. We want to shift that tide now. It's time and then just lastly for our listeners, can you give some examples, one or two examples of uh, when you talk about anti-dependency industries or, or, or businesses, just one or two examples for people that might not be familiar? Well, I mean, any kind of institution, whether it's uh, businesses or not, uh, you know, for example, the, I talk about culture match businesses that are really the way to go, and I, I'm plugged-in conservation economies, which is already starting to happen as planning with with leaders in Nunavut, Um, because... For me, I think the culture match aspect of businesses and development is really important where you, the, the value system, the values and principles of Inuit culture can be the underpinning and the success of businesses if we do it right. But if we're going to just go in and, and dig up the land that we have held sacred for millennia, it's not going to work long term, not even for us in the Arctic as we end up having to clean the mess afterwards. That's historically. Do you think that these companies that are going to go up up there now and are going up there who have not done well in other indigenous peoples' lands of the world are going to be making it different for us? Are they going to reinvent themselves for the people of the Arctic? I think not. Uh, you know, So we have to be very cautious as we move forward with some of these companies. So uh, that's what I mean by caution. I'm not suggesting that we throw everything out, but we have to be there, part of the planning, part of the dialogue, and, and really ensure that there is some form of culture match because when there is a culture match attached to that in terms of the values and principles that are respected of Inuit, then there is more of a chance of success for these businesses and development. So those were the questions I had for you. I just wanted to let you know if you had any last words or something you want to sum up for our listeners before we say goodbye. Well, I think, you know, I say this in all of the talks that I give. I humanize the issue of climate change, an issue that oftentimes is interpreted as only political, economics, science, academics. Academics For me, it's important now for the world to message this differently. It's not just about polar bears and ice. This is about the people. This is about the communities. These are about families that are trying to make it in this new world order of globalization that are already in that very stressed situation of the past. And now with climate change coming in, the second wave of tumultuous change, then we need to be respectful of that. And we need to understand these pieces because we're all in this together as a common humanity, as I said in the end, is that we need to bring this at that level of the human scale. Sheila Wacklute, thank you for your time today. You're welcome. Thank you.